1: Greetings, my X-Files geeks, and welcome back to Reopening the X-Files. The podcast that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Agent Powell. Hello. Hi. Right. Mm-hmm. So we are now on episode nine of season three, uh, titled Nice Eye, uh, written by Chris Carter, Frank Spotnitz, and Howard Gordon, and directed by... David Nutter.
0: Is it Nisei or is it Nisi?
1: Well, I don't know, is it? What is it? Is I, it, know, I, it I assumed it was Japanese
0: because it's about Japanese. It is Japanese. Japanese. So you'd think that's more Nisi rather but than th- Nisi. Well, th- uh,
1: what Nisi means is about, um, it's term used in North and South America to specify the son or daughter of an um, Issi couple born outside of Japan. I will look that up. Oh well, don't matter. Does it not? Well, you question me now, so yeah. I've, I've got well, to. Nigh, got to
0: I, nigh in English is N I G H, isn't it? Well, no, you can have. It's ni. Like. I'm just being really technical. Well, let's just get on to the actual X File.
1: The X File? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a pain. Uh, yeah, so the episode is nice. Oh, I've, I've done this bit. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, um send us a message on Twitter at movie ultimate or reopen the X-Files and you can send us your fanboy facts if you want to rate the show fangirl facts sorry fanboy fangirl fact and if you want to rate the show you can on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from give us a five star or not. you can give us whatever you want a zero star or a one star give us a star
0: Jesus Christ, go on, get on to the X file. Jeez, I'll give you a bloody one star. Right, yeah then.
1: What's the episode about Powell?
0: <laughs> An alien on a train.
1: Elaborate.
0: More do you need to know? You know, like snakes on a plane. This is alien on a train.
1: There was a there was a snakes on a train film as well.
0: Um <laughs> Mulder, being Mulder, is watching a video and there's an in-joke at the beginning where she says, this is an your usual viewing. <laughs> um, and he's bought it off the internet. and It is basically an alien autopsy. Yeah. And some of the people in the autopsy, Mulder recognises from a Japanese prison of war who tortured um, prisoners of wars. <laughs> what's wars
1: prisoners of war
0: prisoners of us. You I mean it's not funny at all but um yeah the prisoner <laughs> of war um as everybody knows and it's obviously it's propaganda because they're all just as bad as each other every nation including yeah. ours um, oh there goes the lamp so that <laughs> so the dickhead kittens <laughs> have just broke the 70 quid lamp we've just bought so they're Going tomorrow. <laughs> the cats are going. They're going. I had enough of them. That's...
1: Well, give them a second chance. Shitbags. Give them a second chance.
0: Anyways. Yeah, I'll give them a second <clears> chance. <throat> uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. So, it's
1: about, like, uh, prisoner of war yes. and...
0: Yes. So, Mulder notices that some of the people who were the autopsy were Japanese, like, scientists, doctors, who used to perform m- horrific medical procedures um on children and and prisoners of war um, um scully recognizes one of them
1: yeah she recognizes one she yeah
0: is. i mean she's laughing she's very dismissive she's like, it's clearly not real yeah it's, so a, fake, it's it a
1: fake one it's like that one that was shown on tv
0: yeah and then there's a really dodgy photo. um you what did you say you could photoshop it better than that and yeah like, oh, i mean this was back in the day and she's like no i know him i definitely know him from somewhere and she keeps re-watching doesn't shake yeah. in slow motion of the guy taking his mask off and she doesn't know where she knows him from. Um, I'll hand over to you because <clears> I can't remember how she gets to the woman's house.
1: Well, no. Um, they they go and find the person who's made this video and he is found dead.
0: Oh, he's just been killed, just hasn't he? They literally get there probably <clears throat> minutes so, too late.
1: A guy runs out who is a uh, Japanese... Um, oh, what are they called? We've just watched it. Uh, diplomatic, he's got diplomatic immunity so Mulder arrests him but then they have to let him go because he has diplomatic immunity which means that he can't be arrested for anything they do. Which is in, ridiculous. ridiculous. There's an thing, American
0: woman recently who killed um, a young lad in England. She was driving on the wrong side of a work road on, near, oh, a, yeah, near that, a military yeah. base and she... Basically buggered off, flew back to America and used a diplomatic immunity to get away with murder, literally. And I think they actually have now intervened and stripped it. Yeah, they were trying to get her back over. But that is just an example of people abusing power. It makes me feel sick, stuff like that. (laughs)
1: Um, So they find another name uh, and Scully follows the name uh, to this woman's house. And there's a load of other women there. And they're part of this group called MUFON. I can't remember what MUFON stands for.
0: MUFON?
1: It's the Mutual UFO Network. And the members are people who have been abducted over time. And when Scully goes to the door, she's recognised. And it turns out the MUFON members recognise Scully from being abducted. And this, this brings in the whole... Again, it, it follows on from the paperclip episode, I think it was, where they find her chip in her neck. Was it that one? I can't remember. Um, and it's it's building up towards the next season's cancer reveal. So this is a big Scully character development push, this episode. But also, you have Mulder doing all this running around, trying to trace. He's a bit
0: like Tom Cruise in this, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he Running is. a lot.
1: He's, he's running a lot. He's, he's trying to find this ship that may have found something in the, a UFO. And it, it is. It's a good episode. It's one of those episodes where they split the two main characters up and they go do the different things. It's jam-packed full of information because it is part of the series mythology.
0: Yeah, they have their own stories, really, yeah. and they start. They it goes off on tangents. um. But it's it's quite a fast paced episode. It is
1: very fast paced. You you've Mulder is tracking down a train. First he's tracking down a boat, then he's tracking down a train. And
0: he's dead shit though, like he's running around and he's trying to be inconspicuous because it's like they look like Japanese mafia, they're probably like Japanese, I don't know what the CIA or M I five and that's well, called the, in the, Japan, the, but yeah. the the kind of those types of characters that are getting this alien on the train, which yeah. you clearly see. I don't remember that from watching the show. So, maybe it's because we've got a massive HD TV now. But, like, you see the alien. it's got like this thing over its head, but you clearly see it's an alien. Yeah, you do. I was a bit shocked, really, because I don't remember that. Um, and it's like, but they're just doing it. Like, down by all these people are working and that. And Mulder's just skulking about and running in our things. Because it's hiding of... behind a pole, so obviously no one's going to see him behind that. It's
1: part of the, uh, what's it in it? In Secret Railway. Yeah. Underground Railway. No. Yeah, I
0: just think if if they would have spotted him a mile off, um, They would. But so he's, he's only laughable. spotted
1: when he wants to be spotted, or when the show wants him to be spotted. Yeah,
0: you know, it was just it made me laugh a little bit just the way he was racing around and like <laughs> they're in front of everyone, but no one caught him.
1: So this this has uh, characters in as well. Brought in like Mr X is brought back, and Skinner's in it. Skinner appears.
0: <laughs> Skinner's in his own 1980s oh, detective film.
1: He, he's a proper detective in this. I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's talking to Mulder. Mulder's apartment's been trashed because he's taken the guy with diplomatic immunity's briefcase, and Skinner's waiting in the dark for him because that's what you do. I do that know. all the time.
0: I, I go right on my my team. You know, yeah. I just pop into the houses, you know, <laughs> with a hairpin, bobby pin, do the door. Get in, sit in the dark, wait for them, then they're absolutely balk them. And then
1: you wait a couple of minutes while they're in, and then you say... Well, <laughs> you didn't
0: perform you, very well yeah. this week, did you? <laughs> you made two errors, and you didn't achieve your outputs. What have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> Why well, I often do that.
1: But what made me laugh was, he comes out with such poetic language. It's like, whatever you've tre- trodden in in this uh, case, you've, you've tread it into my office. And I don't like the smell of it.
0: it is, what was the other did. one that
1: he said something when he left? About,
0: I'm oh. going to get off this. I can't remember now. <laughs> but Basically what he was saying was,
1: yeah, you're going to have to find someone else to do something. I yeah, can't remember. I'm not helping you. I'm yet. not helping you It was all
0: like, I'm jumping ship now. <laughs> and in it, it was all like, I don't know. It was a bit weird tonight. And well, once... something,
1: yeah, it's something like, I'm going to sign this passport. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: once you said it, it was all I could <laughs> see in the episode and it was like he was in a movie yeah. that he was trying to get as many little sayings in like that as possible.
1: Hang on, I'm going to find it. Right, so what I'm going to do, I know we're not going to do this a lot but because of how Skinner talks in this episode, I'm just going to play it and hopefully it will come across. So have a listen and, and t- tell us what you think. Yeah, I guess I should really fire my maid, shouldn't I? Put the gun down, Mulder. Somebody else might get hurt. What are you talking about? Kazuo Sakurai, the diplomat that you detained yesterday, a murder suspect. He didn't make his flight last night. <laughs> this morning, his body was found floating, face down, in the C N L Canal. I think we can assume he wasn't diving for pearls. <laughs> Because whatever you stepped in on this case is being tracked into my office and I don't like the smell of it. I hope you've got other names in your phone book because I'm taking myself off the hook on this one. And, that, and that's it. He's just proper, he just goes off on one. And he's like, he, He's like one of those uh, weird. memoir of a yeah. private investigator.
0: It's all weird little, you, not euphemisms, I can't think of the word. It's just like, it's bizarre, isn't it? I don't think he normally talks like that, does he?
1: I don't know, I'm going to have to listen out now. I think he probably does.
0: Maybe he does and we have just never noticed he's an absolute douchebag. But that three in
1: there, (laughs) like, he was found dead face down in uh, Okinawa or whatever. I don't think it was uh, Diving for Pearls. I'd probably laughed at that, to be
0: fair. And and then... The rest of it was just weird.
1: I hope you've got other names in your phone book. Because... Is he pissed off in this episode?
0: Yeah. Totally. I think he's totally pissed off. Totally. it's cutting him off. <laughs> cutting him off, dude.
1: Anyway. Oh, Mr. X, he uh he barges in Skull's apartment, doesn't he? Yeah. well.
0: I don't like Mr. X. He gets on me to tend. He does. He's, he's alright. He's just no, a bit it's always you, have have a, you have to have
1: a different character You couldn't have you can not kill Deep Throat off to replace him with an, another Deep Throat. Could you?
0: Yeah, but why is he helping him? He Because hates he, him. Because he, he hates, has to. He hates everyone. He hates him. And he's always dead angry and pissed off that he's there. And I think, well, don't. Don't, don't do your job. Don't <laughs> go around <laughs> Mulder's house. Fuck off. Do my editing. But he likes him. We discussed this
1: on an earlier podcast where he likes him. He drives past his house every day. Yeah, To no,
0: to, to look for the eggs. obsessed. <laughs> Got nothing else to do. He doesn't actually have a job. He <laughs> Sits at home on the internet and then drives past Mulder's house five times a day waiting for him there to pull it. There was internet exam. back then? Yes, there was. I was at Six Farm, I think. And there was 95. This was? Yeah, there was internet.
1: Anyway. Oh, the episode ends with uh, Mulder jumping onto a train and then it's a, a cliffhanger episode because it's a double episode. I know. So we'll continue that on Monday. Shall we move on to everyone's favorite part of the show?
0: Go on, because the cats are still doing me. The they are, aren't She's chewing they? Chewing some over there now. If anybody, to... if any of the listeners would like two kittens, you know, you've got to got to a good house, like you know, they're not going to anyone to feed the pet snakes or anything. Got to have somebody who really likes kittens. Would
1: you feed a cat to pet snakes?
0: People, yeah, I can't <sighs> see people do. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Feed mice, live mice to them. Don't why? They?
1: Mice is okay.
0: Why? Why is a mouse any work? Why is a cat any better than a mouse?
1: Well, the cat would eat a mouse as well.
0: Right, but why would you feed a live baby mouse to a, a snare and not a baby kitten?
1: Ah, oh. File. Mice's.
0: Yeah, you're mice's, <laughs> you.
1: Anyway, go on. Fun fanboy facts. Fanboy. 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 Fanboy Fanboy, fanboy facts. Inspired by the atrocities committed by Unit 731, a Japanese research program during World War II. That's where you got it, the idea from. It's almost a sequel to the uh, paperclip episode. I said that before. Did I?
0: Yeah. Bloody hell. No, I
1: didn't say it was a sequel. I said it was linked. To... Yeah, well, it's linked. Shut up. The episode's title refers to the term Naisai, meaning mm. the son or daughter of an Naisai see. couple... Born outside Japan. Nisi. Nisi.
0: I say Nisi. Have you got Um, any... Have you got any Japanese... Listeners. Listeners or people who know Japanese. Tell me
1: if it's Nisi or Nisi. Could be anything.
0: No one cares. Go on, next fanboy fact.
1: After watching the video bought by Mulder, Scully criticises it, citing the 1995 alien autopsy video hoax made by Ray Santilli, a British video producer. Coincidentally, Fox... Ended up re airing the alien autopsy video the night following this episode's original air date. They almost advertised themselves showing the video in this episode because she mentioned it, didn't she?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: David Duchovny actually did jump off the bridge onto the train in this episode. The stunt took six weeks to set up.
0: Six weeks for what? Five seconds, or maybe? Some, yeah. The film that's ridiculous. Well, like you said,
1: he's, he's doing his Tom Cruise in this, although yeah. Tom Cruise wasn't doing Tom Cruise back then.
0: No, he and um, um, to be fair, that train looked like it was going fast. I wouldn't have jumped yeah. on that, no way.
1: But then did they speed it up in, in like post production? Oh, I
0: don't know, I wouldn't have done it. He's braver than I am.
1: He did put a lot into this show, didn't he? Really,
0: yeah, and he got a lot back from it because yeah, this is what made him, and really, he never. I know he did other things, but I think this was for me anyway. This was his peak.
1: I like the fact that he came back to it as well.
0: Yeah, well, he's not too big for it. Cause some people yeah. get too big, don't they? And they're like, no, I would never go back.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is the first appearance of Agent Pendril, who became a fan favorite. Yeah. Because of his evident and tender crush on Scully.
0: Oh, no did she, did he Does he
1: come to a gruesome end, or does he just the bald one? No, the young agent who she goes to.
0: We get shot. Was it? Later one. Yeah, do you oh, not remember in no. the bar? Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Max episode. Yeah. Or oh, the one before Max.
0: Just ruined it again, haven't we, for the Spoilers
1: Twenty seven year old show. Online forums frequently talked about Mulder's habit of always losing his gun. So the loss of his gun was deliberately written into this episode where he says, I'm always losing my gun. He pulls another one out from his ankle.
0: Yeah, but surely, though, right? I'm no expert, far from, far from it, about like. Guns? Military, government, when you you know, police. If you lost your gun, you'd be it'd be hell to pay, surely. Uh,
1: there'd probably be a lot of paperwork.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't just keep getting away with it. Surely it'd be some sort of formal warning by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just the manager and me coming out. <laughs>
1: you've lost your gun four times over the last you're, month
0: you're a naughty boy <laughs>
1: you're having a week off no pay give me your gun and your badge I can't lost me gun
0: <laughs> you're fired
1: oh Skinner would probably come out with something poetic you would wouldn't he <laughs> you better get into that job seekers line because he ain't got one here something like that I don't know I'm not I'm not Skinner you are right? not I'm for leggy me hair's falling out but it's not there yet <laughs> <laughs> It won two Emmy Awards uh, for Outstanding Sound Editing for a series and Outstanding Sound Mixing for a drama series, which, you know what, that's quite... It's a strange It is a strange World. one, especially sound mixing, right? We've noticed season nine, we're watching that at the moment and...
0: I'm obsessed with feet.
1: If Shoe you noise. listen to some of the episodes in season nine, the footfalls when they're walking is so loud that... You can tell the fake.
0: It's so weird, isn't it? We've noticed it in a few as well, and it's not something (laughs) I would generally notice. No,
1: no, it just jumps out you. An eleven-year-old boy played the alien on the autopsy uh, table, and that boy's twin sister was used to play the alien in the train car. Mm. Both underwent extensive makeup, including oversized dark contact lenses, to create the effect of alien eyes. Throughout the series, the creators like to show policemen questioning or booking prostitutes to establish that the setting is inside a police station. In this episode, the viewer can notice them just after the 10-minute mark. And you know what's funny? Skinner pretty much stares at one of them. He's walking into the police station, and he, he probably he does a 180. He probably knows
0: one.
1: Not Skinner. Yeah. Dirty, dirty pig. Dirty pig? (laughs) (laughs) This episode started off as a single episode about secrets on a train. Almost like what you said at the beginning. Snakes. Snakes on a train. Not secrets. Could be secrets. An idea that Frank Spotnitz had been cultivating for a while. Uh, However, as the writing took place, the scope of the idea ballooned. So Chris Carter and Howard Gordon stepped in to help it become a two-parter. The episode drew an audience in excess of 16 million on its first transmission, which is an immense amount of people, really. It is, yeah. Uh, The logistics of working with trains initially led co-executive producer R.W. Goodwin, remember that name, to call for the episode to be scrapped because it was unproducible. Nothing's unproducible, in my opinion.
0: All right, who do you think you are, Alfred Hitchcock? Not yet. Maddie was a director, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, but still.
1: it's. I, I they, they said that about um, the Watchmen graphic novel, and that was turned into a film, and then later a TV show. And I think that is proof that you can produce things. It just needs to be thought about.
0: Are we wrapping it up? We're wrapping it up. I feel like it was just... Dragging
1: this one out. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this episode introduces one of the major story acts. I've already said it's Schoolies Battle of Cancer. And that's the end of fanboy facts.
0: Yay!
1: Mm-hmm. You hate my fanboy facts.
0: I just find some of them boring. Mm-hmm. I think, like, this episode is hard to talk about, and I don't know why. I think because, like, a lot of it is focused in a train car, and then a lot of it is focused in the woman's house.
1: Because it splits. Yeah. You're getting a lot, there's a lot of. Uh, information it's it's one of those it's probably one of the conspiracy ones that are so full that it takes a couple of watches to really understand what's going on
0: christ i've watched it what how many times these seasons and well, like, sometimes watched... i still don't know what's going on
1: we've watched the this episode probably two times this year
0: yeah it's a good one get it, it watched a good one, yes and thank you
1: for listening everybody uh you can leave uh, if you you've could...
0: done it Stop saying leave a review and follow me on this. Oh. You've done it. You have done it. You are not doing it again.
1: But you're supposed to do it. That's, that's how you, you get. It's called into.
0: Who? Who? I don't know. Ten-year-old Instagrammers. Yeah. the ones Or YouTubers that... yeah. opening presents online.
1: It's, it's unboxings. It's not not. Prints. I
0: don't care. I don't care.
1: Talking about YouTube, uh, if you want to go to my YouTube channel, at Ultimate Movie Geek, you can see my latest review on midsummer. Maybe you should.
0: Maybe you should unbox geeky shit. Well, I don't have any geeky
1: shit to unbox. I can
0: unbox the cats. You no, know, they're just idiots today. They do my head in today. <laughs> Broken that lamp. Bloody hell. <laughs> Little swine. Well,
1: I'm not allowed to say anything anymore, so uh, I'm going to say remember, everybody look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this. Halloween countdown is coming. Get to YouTube.
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs?
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.